The Austin Daily Drop is generously supported by Austin real estate rock star Tony Trungale, who you might know from Elite 25 and also for his work with Regions Bank in the residential financing space. Tony announces that Regions has raised the conforming loan limit of its Affordable 100 program to over $640,000, giving buyers who earn under 80% of HUD median income a great way to get into a new house. More details on the way, and you can learn more from Tony Trungale anytime with a quick email to tony.trungale at regions.com. That's tony.trungale at regions.com. Monday, February 28th, 2022. This is the Austin Daily Drop. Thanks for finding us. I'm Chris Mosier. Stand by for news. Improvement in local COVID numbers continues, in particular that key statistic we monitor every morning. Our week-long average of daily new COVID-related hospital admissions is dropping faster than most had predicted just days after our official city precaution level was reduced from stage five to stage four. That key indicator has dropped into stage three range as of Friday night, now sitting at 24.7. KUT says Travis County officials are heeding newly released data from the CDC and have dropped their advisory for universal masking in Travis County. The CDC also introduced a new county level metric and map that measures COVID risk by combining week-long averages of new cases and hospital numbers divided into three ranges, simply low, medium, and high risk. Looking at that map for the first time this morning, both Travis and Williamson counties are showing low risk while Hayes County is high. See the link in the show notes for this new map from the CDC. Meanwhile, the CEO of Moderna is quoted by Business Insider saying he thinks the pandemic will end for all intents and purposes this year. Stefan Bansel also adds that an Omicron-specific booster may be warranted for most of us before that happens and that annual shots may be an ongoing reality for some as well. The Russian attack on Ukraine is reverberating statewide and locally. The grounds of the Texas state capitol saw its third straight day of protests on Sunday. KVU says this is a unified and growing group centered around Austinites of Ukrainian and Russian descent who report hearing bombs exploding in the background of phone calls with relatives in the combat zone. Fox 4 in Dallas says Texas Governor Greg Abbott has called on Texas retailers, in particular restaurant and liquor store owners, to stop selling Russian-made products, a request with vodka clearly at the center of the idea, which makes for a pretty terrific moment to remind ourselves that Austin is home to at least two great and nationally successful vodkas in Tito's and Deep Eddy. One thing we've got no shortage of around here, and that's local hooch. Easy move to make. A CNN story says recent Austin transplant Elon Musk is making an impact on the situation as well. The SpaceX company is now beaming satellite internet service into Ukraine via its Starlink system. This is in response to a tweeted request from Ukrainian Vice Prime Minister Mikhailo Fedorov. Russian military strikes have rendered power and thus internet intermittent in some parts of Ukraine. Downtown restaurant Russian House, open for over a decade in Austin, has taken a stand in the conflict by changing its name to simply House, literally removing the letters spelling the word Russian from the face of its building on East 5th Street between San Jacinto and Trinity over the weekend. Owner Varda Monomore tells KXAN that she intends House to be something that brings us together, not one that pulls us apart. They specialize in Eastern European and Slavic cuisine, perhaps something to try if you're not familiar. Coming up, a slew of sports victories over the weekend to catch up on. A historic moment at St. Edwards University. Joe Rogan has plans for a historic downtown space. Potentially poor planning for a UT think tank and a rough night in Austin for a touring band from Japan. 
All that's on the way in 30 seconds after a quick hello to our buddy Tony Trungale of Elite 25 fame, who also works with Regions Bank, especially with a program called Affordable 100 that we've told you about. This is designed for potential home buyers who are looking at primary residences within LMI tracks here in Austin, and also for buyers who earn less than 80% of the HUD median income. If you've thought you're priced out of Austin, Texas, you very well might not be. On top of all that, the new conforming loan limit of Affordable 100 has been raised to over $640,000. More details from Tony at tony.trungale at regions.com. Again, email Tony, tony.trungale at regions.com. And more on Affordable 100 is coming up at the end of the podcast. Polarizing podcaster and Austin transplant Joe Rogan is set to take over the historic East 6th Street space longtime locals know as the Ritz. Over the last decade or so, the almost 100-year-old Ritz building was the home of a primary Alamo Drafthouse location and prior to that, a longtime mainstay of Austin's alternative and punk rock scenes. Rogan's going to take a shot at comedy at the Ritz. Austonia says it'll be called Comedy Mothership. No specific timeline for opening has been released. Japanese rock band Chai, who were on the road with Mitski lately, had their stop in Austin soured over the weekend when their touring trailer was stolen. Luckily, their instruments and amplifiers were stored in another compartment, and they're able to keep going on their tour with Mitski, but NME says they did lose all of their costumes, merchandise, personal items, and office equipment. There's a GoFundMe effort underway for Chai, with a target of $50,000 to make the band whole again. Just under $13,000 has been raised as of recording time this morning. The Texas Tribune says the Liberty Institute, a controversial and polarizing new conservative-backed think tank at UT, has found that a Plano-based religious freedom legal group has a registered trademark for the name Liberty Institute and have advised UT that they're not cool with sharing. In fact, that name has not been officially designated for the research center at the 40 Acres, though it has been commonly used in reference to it over the last several months by participants, supporters, and detractors alike. History made at another local institution of learning. Congratulations to Dr. Montserrat Fuentes, who was inaugurated on Saturday as the first Hispanic president of St. Edward's University. Dr. Fuentes is an immigrant from Spain who was recruited to study at the University of Chicago, where she earned a doctorate in statistics. As we mentioned, a ton of sports victories over the weekend to cover. Let's run them down here. Couldn't ask for a better kickoff for Austin FC's second MLS season than a dominant victory over visitors FC Cincinnati at Q2 Stadium on Saturday. A 5-0 Verde victory is a great start. Enter Miami visits Q2 next Sunday. Texas Longhorns baseball swept the Alabama Crimson Tide in three games at Dishfalk Field over the weekend, winning one zip, two zip, and six to one. Nine wins to one over the series of three. Horns travel to Huntsville to face Sam Houston University on Tuesday night, and they play in the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic in Houston next weekend. Texas men's basketball just squeaked by West Virginia on the road Saturday, 82-81. to Tonight, they play their last game ever on the court at the Frank Irwin Center against Baylor. Tickets for that historic event are sold out. Meanwhile, Brian Davis at the Austin American Statesman summarizes even more big UT wins over the weekend, including men's and women's track and swimming teams combining for four Big 12 titles, a new world record set in the 600 yards by Jonathan Jones, and freshman softball pitcher Sophia Simpson threw her first collegiate no-hitter against UTSA during the Texas Classic at McCombs Field on Sunday. That's a lot of hook'em. 
Austin weather looks like a nice day today. Sunshine, upper 60s. May hit freezing overnight Monday night, but that could possibly be the last time that happens this winter. Warming trend this week will have us back in the lower 80s by next weekend. And that's the Austin Daily Drop, y'all. I'm Chris Mosier. Links to all these stories can be found in our show notes at austindailydrop.com. You'll also find their recent episodes of the podcast that likely include stories you haven't heard yet. So do listen back. Please do share and subscribe. We appreciate your time. Have a great week, and we will catch you again tomorrow morning. The Austin Daily Drop is generously supported by Austin real estate man about town, Tony Trungale, who you might know from his association with Elite 25, an exclusive group representing the very best of Austin's real estate industry. Tony's also known in Austin for his work with Regions Bank in the residential finance space. One great option for median income buyers interested in properties within LMI tracks is the Regions program called Affordable 100. And Tony tells us that Regions has raised the conforming loan limit of the program to over $640,000, giving buyers who earn under 80% of HUD median income and even greater range of possibilities and options when it comes to buying a new home with up to 100% financing at historically low interest rates. For Regions Bank, the goal of the Affordable 100 program is to help end housing discrimination and provide an unmatched financing option to potential home buyers. Tony Trungale was our very first financial backer here at the Austin Daily Drop and we can't thank him enough. If you're looking to buy, sell, or build a home in Austin, Tony's your guy. Learn more anytime with a quick email to tony.trungale at regions.com. That's tony.trungale at regions.com.